morning, good afternoon, good evening, or maybe even good night. Welcome back listeners and friends to the little room above the antique shop for another instalment of Chris and Nick's Oddcast with me Chris and my good friend Nick. Hello. And welcome back and another week of strange news stories for us to get our teeth into. And I shall start with this story. Frozen Colorado cows may be blown up. Hmm. (laughs) A group of stray cows that froze to death in the Colorado mountains must be blown up or set on fire to avoid water contamination, forestry officials say. (laughs) The carcasses were discovered near the Conundrum Hot Springs in Aspen by two Air Force Academy cadets in late March. The cows were found in a ranger cabin where it is thought they wandered during a snowstorm after they were separated from the herd last year. The plan is to remove the dead animals before they begin to thaw. (laughs) US Forest Service spokesman Steve Sagan told the BBC, obviously time is of the essence because we don't want them defrosting. He told the BBC that, Negative interactions with other wildlife was also a concern. They need to use the minimal tool to get the job done. Uh, Winter temperatures in the area regularly drop to minus 18 centigrade. That's cold. No wonder they froze. And the hot springs where... uh, The cabin in the hot springs where they were found is inside a federal wilderness area high up in the Rocky Mountains, which prevents mechanical options like chainsaws from being used. <laughs> the options... <laughs> Chainsaw up a cow. <laughs> the options include... This is what they got left. Letting the cows decompose and closing off the area. Mm, lovely smell. Mm, nice. Setting off explosives to break up the animals and speed up the decomposition process. Or what? setting the cabin on fire. <laughs> speed it up in a, a decomposition by blowing them up. So literally cook them in about two seconds. Well, not just that. You've only got small pieces to decompose, haven't you? Officials say there are about six cows inside the cabin and several just outside. They're in the cabin? Yeah, they got in. They must have had a key. <laughs> We wanted to get out of the cold, obviously. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of them have got thumbs, so they couldn't light any fires. Like, you light it, I can't, I ain't got any thumbs. Hurry up, I'm freezing. They kept hitting it with their hoof on the edge, trying to get a spark. <laughs> well, that no, was just the ones left outside, all the ones inside were just laughing at them. <laughs> Michael Carroll, a spokesman for the Wilderness Society in Colorado, told the Associated Press they need to use the minimal tool to get the job done. They don't want to leave the land scarred. According to Mr. Segan, the cow's owner had been found through the tags on the animals. He says cows and other animals are allowed to graze on federal wilderness land if the owner has a permit. They're allowed to graze there. Not allowed to freeze to death there, yeah. though. Strange place. I mean, blowing them up. I mean, I would, I would like to do that job. You give me one of those um, splatter suits, <laughs> a hitman splatter suit, and uh... is this the the Michael Bay Veterinary School? <laughs> what can we do with these cows? 
Blow them up. Kill them all. I want to see the cow in a big fireball. <laughs> well, we could just cut it up. No, no, it's got to explode. Well, I'll film it in slow motion from 20 angles. So, if they've frozen and they haven't decomposed yet, isn't that just like frozen beef? Well, yeah, pretty much. They haven't... Depends how long they were dead, I suppose, before they yeah, froze. Yeah, I know, but they still haven't thawed out. Barbecue. Well, exactly, not just that. Yeah, burger them, yeah. They've got, Cook a, they got a cabin, there's probably a log fire in there. Yeah, uh, pull the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would like to have that job. I mean, <laughs> stick a piece of dynamite in the cow's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and light the fuse. Run away! Run away! You put a long fuse on it. <laughs> so you can get far enough away to just watch it and stand back with your arms and just go, watch this. It'd be like one of those, um, yeah, like the Wiley Coyote where he puts a big long trail of gunpowder <laughs> and then just lights it, watches. Then it gets right down to the buttocks and it goes out. Imagine if a, not a cow that wasn't frozen walked past and saw, what are they doing to that kid? What are they doing to him? Oh, they're sticking in my mate's ass. <laughs> I know oh, he's a bit no. constipated. But... <laughs> he had too much emodium. He's all blocked up. Yeah, I would. I would like to block frozen dead cows. I know, is there something wrong with me for wanting to do that? <laughs> I would be fine. I well, they're already dead, aren't they? So yeah, it's not like they're alive. It's not as if I'm killing them. It's not like you're hiding behind a wall throwing grenades at them, wasn't it? You get, it's a shade Mr. Miyagi's dead, because you could get him to come along and slap his hands together and just see <laughs> if he could uh, defrost them. Or what's her face? Who's dead? Thora Heard. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble. Oh, that's good, like that. <laughs> well, I think that's about, about all I've got on that story. Yeah, I don't think as much as you can say. Exploding cows. Gotta love them. If you happen to be in the air and you smell a cooked beef, you'll know where it's coming from. Yeah, if you have an udder land on your head. Uh, blowing up cows again. It must be the spring. <laughs> right, what have you got for us, Nicholas? Alright, we've got a woman who got trapped in her flat pack wardrobe for 90 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> 90 minutes, a game of two halves. Two doors. <laughs> oh, unlucky love. Yeah, it's, it's a story that's just come out um, from the Lang- Leicestershire Fire Brigade. They've, had, they've released a load of stories. I think it's under the Information Act or something, all these weird stories. But I thought this was the best one. She was she battled to put this piece of furniture together for 90 minutes and somehow she got locked inside the wardrobe. But luckily, for some reason, she had her phone with her so she phoned the fire brigade after after 90 minutes of being stuck in there and realising she wasn't going to get out. She uh, phoned the fire brigade and could you please come and get me out. And she, for some reason she also had a pack of cigarettes as well. And she managed to smoke through an entire pack by the time the fire brigade, fire brigade got there. Don't tell me she had an ashtray in there as well. On <laughs> those. Well, I mean, it can't be that hard to get out of a wardrobe. You've put it together... You're inside it. You haven't put a lock or anything on it, have you? No. Most wardrobes you buy flat pack, you put them when they fall down after about six months. Anyway, all the doors hanging off. Or... 
Oh, I reckon she's put the doors on wrong. <coughs> couldn't couldn't open them. What was she inside? Why was she inside? What putting the shelves up or that? Or yeah, she must have been doing so. She can't have been putting a door on. I mean, unless she was stood inside trying to trying to get the hinges, trying to screw on the hinges, but doing it from the inside. Yeah, but you do that with a door open usually because those door the hinges are designed to be open. Yeah, when the doors open. Women know your limits. Jeez, uh, I wouldn't like to be stuck inside a wardrobe for ninety minutes though. Oh, she was happy. I said she had her cigarettes to keep her going. Yeah, I mean, she's putting a wardrobe together. She's got a, she's got a, a phone. Well, I suppose everybody's got their phone with them nowadays, haven't they? Yeah. A, a packet of fags as well. <laughs> cigarettes to you Americans. Fags over here. Yeah. Same word, different meanings. That was the Freedom of Information Act. That's why it came out. They had a few other little weird things they've been called out to do. Like a kid who got his head stuck in a toilet training seat. <laughs> An adult who choked on a dog lead. What the hell he's doing with the dog lead, I don't know. Children who got their fingers stuck in plug holes. 49 people with rings stuck on their finger. Isn't that called marriage? Well, I think so. But These things are all available, obviously, Freedom of Information Act. But years ago, you had to know someone in the fire brigade to hear any of these stories. Yeah. We had we had a local one. This is going back. Oh, it must be about nine, nine years ago now. They had some bloke who who was up in casualty, who would put a padlock on his penis, <laughs> and they had to. Why? <laughs> who knows? But he obviously sealed a padlock on his old chap, and couldn't find the key. Nice. So, had to go to the hospital. They tried lubing it off. The the staff at the hospital called the fire brigade. They couldn't. They had to get a locksmith to come and get this padlock <laughs> off this bloke's dick in the end. I mean, oh, gee, who puts a padlock on their dick? Who gets stuck in a wardrobe? Idiots, that's who. Maybe his woman, his wife, is too demanding sexually, and he's just. I've had enough of this. I can't handle anymore. I haven't got a chastity. Put that belt. on, kick. <laughs> you ain't going down there now. <laughs> I got my squire special on. <laughs> Probably swallowed the key. You gotta wonder if he thought, "Oh, I'm going a bit soft. I need some sort of cock ring." <laughs> What have I got? Confined elastic band. No. <laughs> I know. I'll use this padlock. I uh, hope for his sake it was a big padlock. <laughs> Not a little suitcase one. <laughs> be a shame if it was. Well, there we go. If it wasn't for idiots like this, we wouldn't be talking now. No. <laughs> right. Now, where do we go from here? Right. Now, a few weeks ago, I did a supernatural story. Now I'm going to do another one. Things that go bum (laughs) in the night. Ashley Belland says she has been groped by a pub ghoul. The punters and staff at an ancient pub are being terrorised by a cheeky ghoul who pinches drinkers' bums. Oh, matron. At least not pinching the drinks. <laughs> Terrified regulars at the Queen's Arms have been keeping their backs to the wall since they realised the randy ghost was stalking the bar. And it has become so bothersome 
that the exasperated owners have called in a team of Ghostbusters to give the saucy spook the bums rush. No. <laughs> ah, we can't use that song again. We used it once already. Yeah. Staff at the Birmingham City Centre Boozer have nicknamed the ghost Grasper. <laughs> After this described feeling a firm pinch to the buttocks. Assistant manager Paula Wharton initially believed the tweaks on her body were muscle spasms. She said, one night, three of us were talking and I mentioned I'd felt this pinch on my bum. And everyone else said that it had happened to them too. It can't have been a customer as I've never had my bum pinch when I've been stood behind the bar. It's happened to all of us on a few occasions. It can happen at any time, day or night. We've nicknamed the Ghoul Grasper. After Casper the friendly ghost, but he's a bit too friendly for our liking. But it's not just staff at the pub who have felt the pinch. Customers have also fallen victim to the ghoul's roving hands. Pretty Ashley Bellens said she thought she had been groped after her encounter with a ghost. She said I was stood at the bar enjoying a glass of wine when I suddenly felt a sharp pinch to my bum. My instant reaction was that it might have been a sleazy bloke trying his luck. <laughs> But when I spun around, ready to give him a piece of my mind, there was no one there. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe he was just very quick. <laughs> Ninja bum pincher. <laughs> I was really confused until the staff explained that there was a ghost running around the place pinching people on the bottom. It was a little scary, but I suppose there are worse things that a ghost could do to you. Customers have also witnessed chairs moving on their own. Heard footsteps when the pub is empty, and seen plumes of smoke swirling around. And it is even thought that several ghouls may lurk around the 170-year-old pub after last orders. Having a lock-in. <laughs> Why not, eh? A bald-headed ghost has been spotted walking through walls to find the bar, while rumours suggest that a young girl died in the building decades ago after falling down the stairs. Manager Christian Dixon said baffled staff could not agree on the cause of the eerie goings-on. He said, we each have our own theories as to what's causing these occurrences, but whatever it is, it does seem some customers and staff love the place so much they just can't bring themselves to leave. A team of Ghostbusters is set to visit in the next few weeks, and they're in for a Tough night of drinking and bum-pinching. Mm. I mean, if I was going to be a ghost, I'd, I'd want to be a ghost in a pub. Where would you, or would you, would you have well, me a ghost? It'd just be funny piss, picking on the people who are pissed. Because they <laughs> you know, just move their drinks slightly further away. Like, oh, where's my drink? Oh, it's over there now. Well, that's not a bad place to be a ghost. I mean, what other places would you like to be a ghost? Uh, lap dancing club? <laughs> yeah, strip bar? Yeah, strip bar. Haunted house ride would be quite funny. <laughs> actually, actually, be a ghost on a on a haunted house on a ghost ride. train and actually scare <laughs> yeah. the hell out of people. And then, say, oh, look at that one! <laughs> and they just, just fly through them. <laughs> it just changes like those um, those ones at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, ah, oh, it's beautiful, oh. and then they all go <laughs> all ghoulish. <laughs> well, I mean, one thing is for sure: it's not a gay ghost. Because it's only women who have had their bums pinched. Uh, 
So it's just got to be an old customer. It's not even pub, a ghost. It? It's the predator. Well, it's a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hundred and seventy-year-old pub. Need to get Derek Acora in. Mary loves dick. Mary <laughs> <Yeah>. loves dick. <laughs> this ghost loves ass. <laughs> this ghost loves ass. What? I mean, I, I like it. I think I might have to go there. It's not far away. The Queen's Arms. Where is it? Birmingham. Yeah, Queen's Arms in Birmingham. I like that <laughs> pub called the Queen's Legs. It's the brummy who likes the bummy. <laughs> it's that pub called the Queen's Legs, isn't there? When the Queen's Legs opening, <laughs> I want a drink. <laughs> Sorry, you're mad. Not, not as often. <laughs> I don't know, she's quite old. <laughs> Just incontinence pants. Nice. Oh. That's our royal queen you're talking about in the year of her 60th anniversary. Is it? She's not dead yet then. <laughs> Love you really. No, I don't. Anyway. So, you imagine, so what are they going to get? Spengler's going to come in. Venkman. Gonna have a look and uh, see what they find is. He pinched me. <laughs> oh, if it's if it is a Randy ghost, I don't want to know what what he's gonna say. He slimed me. <laughs> oh no, that's good. He man gooped me. Ghost gooped me. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I collect know. spores, molds, and fungus. No, I would go. I'd like to go and have a drink there. See if anybody pinches my bum. Yeah. Don't me, if someone pinched my bum, I think, hey, I hope the ghost has got me. Let's turn around to have a look at the ghost and find some just like 70-year-old toughless hag giving me a wink. <laughs> oh, laddie, your lucky day. No, thanks, love. I'm waiting for the ghost. You sure it's not uh, like a, a dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like running up behind him. And they look around there. Can't see him. And he just like sneaked off behind the bar still. Exactly. He's just... He down. saw an opportunity and he thought, oh, I'll take this. He said, I think this pub's haunted, but I'll just uh, sneak around. Yes. You crazy midgets. <laughs> Bum-pinching midgets. Well, I mean, there's there's an awful lot of supernatural stories out there. I, I would like to come back as a ghost. It'd be I funny. Would. I'd like to come back and haunt someone I really fucking hated. <laughs> Trouble is, I don't really hate anybody. So... There's, there's when, when we get our webpage set up, uh, you can email us some offensive things and then I'll hate you and I'll come and haunt you. Yeah, no no uh, Twitter battles who just come and haunt you. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm coming back from the dead. Back from beyond the grave. To piss you off. I'm not going to pinch your bum, though. He's a, he's a PC ghost. Yeah, well, I'm going to start sort of like turning off their PlayStation 3 or Xbox when they're in the middle of a level. <laughs> Let's do something like that. Put some crappy songs on. They'd be playing... They're like smooching away, getting down with a lady, and then all of a sudden put something on the on the stereo. Like Smack the, my bitch up! <laughs> or the flying pickets or something. What? Bit of cliff. <laughs> Living down. I, I, I didn't know you had this. It's not mine, love. I'm yeah, haunted. Right. right then. And it's on and on and on to the next one. Another story. Oh, we have mm. another story. Another one. Of course we've got another one, listeners. Of course we have. 
And if you're offended by language, well, it's a bit late now because there's been enough swearing already. Yeah, bollocks to you. Yeah. Sorry. I would use a Jimmy Carr line, but it's really rude. <laughs> <coughs> right. There's a town in Austria that wants to change its name. <laughs> Hitlerville? <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Betty <laughs> Mavid. No, they've got a slight, slight problem. The name's slightly rude. Slightly rude. Just, wow. All right. It's called fucking. <laughs> fucking. Fucking Austria. <laughs> I think I that's a few Germans German. probably said that. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the Germans have been saying that for years. Probably the Italians as well. Fucking Austria. But there's actually a place in Austria called yeah, fucking. It, in Austria called fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Upper Austria. And they've been having a vote because they want to change the name of the town. Even though the the name's been there for ooh, was it 800 years, I reckon. So like, I think it's something like 800 years it's been... So fucking's been around for a while, then? Yeah. <laughs> the first men- mention of the village as fucking was in 1195. Wow. In the records of a local monastery. So fucking is older than America. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, they've got a bit fed up of... Uh, Hang on a minute, did you say a monastery? A monastery, yeah, is where so, it was recorded, but in a local monastery. A local monastery. You don't think the monks named it, do you? <laughs> well, it says, they've also said that the town's name may be derived from Foco, a 6th century Bavarian nobleman, and the modern spelling was adopted in the 18th century. Hmm... So you name it after a nobleman called... What was his name? Focko. 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 F-O-C-K-O. Focko. <laughs> hey, Focko. What are you doing? <laughs> oh. so he said the village was only had 104 residents and was pretty much unknown until the US troops were stationed there at the end of World War Two. But they had a blast. Yeah. Where are you? I'm fucking. Yeah, well, yeah I know what you're doing, but where are you? <laughs> I'm in fucking... What? <laughs> yeah, they said uh, they've had constant people stealing signs and tourists taking the pee a bit. They've had people making crank phone calls to asking them, um, is that fucking... before bursting into laughter and hanging up on them. <laughs> As you do. As you would. Uh, would. They Apparently, even they some of the people have even seen couples uh, having a bit of fun under the sign outside the <laughs> town. Yeah. There's somebody stood about 20 yards away taking a picture of yeah, them probably. fucking beneath the fucking And even sign. some local entrepreneurs have even been making the most of it by selling fucking postcards, fucking Christmas cards, and even recently they brought out fucking beer. Yes, the postmen say the same thing, fucking Christmas cards. <laughs> but they had, a, they had a vote the other day, they were trying to change it. To uh, what? Buggering? Fugging. Fugging. F-U-G-G-I-N-G. Mm. Sounds like a sex act with an amphibian. But uh, the mayor said, Mayor Franz Mindel told the son, the only problem is that we need all of the fucking residents to agree to the name change. Everyone needs to agree, to agree to, for it to happen. But they thought they'd sorted the situation out by calling it Fugging. And then it turns out there's another town in Austria called Fugging. So they're not allowed to have the same name. Fugging Junior? But the best of it was, the town that was called Fugging... Or what is called fucking was called fucking. So there was two f- 
fucking, you know. Yeah, so they changed their name a long time ago. Because they obviously, before... Well, it's that bad a name, I mean... Obviously, it doesn't mean the same thing in... Do they speak German in Austria? They must do, aren't they? Do they speak Austrian Austrian or do they speak German? It's Austrian, isn't it? I don't know. No, it's definitely, I think it's Austrian. Really? Yeah. They didn't adopt German in 1938 then, did they? Well, they might have been forced to, yeah. But, I mean, obviously, it's... But then again, we've got places near here, haven't we? Minge Lane. Minge Lane and uh, Ballend. Ballend. Cockshot Lane. Beaver Close. Uh, Yeah, Beaver Close. (laughs) I think that's more of a direction rather than in a, a name. <laughs> no, I mean, these these places are just there so people can have their pictures taken near the signs and send them into FHM. Yeah, Arkansas has Bold Knob. <laughs> bold Knob? Bold Knob. Bold Knob where? Arkansas. Arkansas. Right. Why is... Why isn't it called Arkansas? Or why isn't Kansas called Kansas? That's Who what knows? I want to know. <laughs> you crazy American devils. What are you playing at? Hey, what are you doing? Well, that's it, yeah. Fucking Austria. Yeah, apparently the mayor said they had a vote last year to change the name, but decided to keep it. He said, after all, fucking has existed for 800 years. Uh-huh. Probably when a Mr. Fuck or the Fuck family moved into the area. The ing was added as a word for settlement. <laughs> So I don't know what they're going to do now because they want they can't change the name to Fugging. They have to find something else. So did they? Have Maybe if they're Battlestar Galactica fans, they could call it Frecking or. <laughs> yeah, if the Father Ted fans Fecking. Fecking, yeah. Fecking Austria, but you got to think right. So the Fox moved there, and then they added the ING. So that place down south, Woking. So the Wox moved there, and then added the ING. It could be. yeah. Or the Ketters and Kettering. Hmm. Well, it turns out there's some other weird Austrian towns as well. Or villages. There's one called Oberfucking. Ah, Uber. Uber. Oberfucking. <laughs> wind, wind passing. Wind, wind passing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like me in the morning. <laughs> Wankum. <laughs> and rotten egg. <laughs> Strange Stench coming from the village over there. What's it called? No, rotten. That'll be rotten egg, sir. <laughs> mm, I say. I might keep away from there. Yes, name change. I'm not going to do it. That place any good. So there we go, folks. Fucking Austria. Yeah. Or fucking Austria. Oh, it's called in the accent. You see, that's F U, not F O, like the dive bombers. Those fuckers. Let's be careful if you want to get a taxi or a train thing when you arrived in Austria. Where do you want to go? Fucking Austria. <laughs> take me to fucking Austria. You're in fucking Austria, you twat. No, take me to fucking Austria. You're in Austria. No, fucking Austria. Urgh. I could go on and on and on and on, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. Just the exclamation point on that. Fucking Austria. Thank you very much. Right then, listeners. I've one more story to bring you. And we're going to have to call it a day or night or morning. Right. Now this one. Tasty little number, this story. Three cannibals 
arrested for killing women and cooking their flesh into pastries. Mmm, pastries. <laughs> Three Brazilian cannibals have been arrested for cooking their victims and turning them into pastries. Karate expert Jorge Baltrao Negromonte, his wife Isabel Perez, and his mistress Bruna da Silva lured the women to their house with a promise to work as a nanny. According to police, the sick trio then killed their victims and used the flesh to make stuffed pastries, known as empanadas, that they sold to neighbours. What? No sold them to neighbours. In Pernambuco, in the northeastern part of the country. I know I'm butchering every single pronunciation of every single Brazilian <laughs> so word here. Da Silveira was said by police to have had a 50-page book with details and drawings of cannibalism. Details of the horrific crimes emerged last week after officers came across a f the 50-page book. You get it from the library, do you think? Hey. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, can you tell me where the uh, cooking people section is, please? Thank you. And police then found two bodies in the garden of a house belonging to the group. They believe the bodies found could be those of Alexandra Falcao and Giselle da Silva, who were reported missing in the area recently. The two women were reportedly seen near the house of the suspects shortly before they disappeared. The killings mirror those of the fictional barber Sweeney Todd <laughs> mm. who slit the throats of his victims in his shop in Fleet Street I was going to say I can't see Tim Burton doing this but actually I could see Tim Burton doing a film of this well yeah but well, that's only fictional isn't it yeah uh, so and his partner in that book Mrs Lovey helped him dispose of the bodies by baking them into meat pies so you have to pay pasty tax on those because they're warm Mm. <laughs> Pasty tax. Mr. Cameron will be at the door. <laughs> Excuse me. How how hot are those human uh, pasties? Mm. Too hot. More tax, please. Right. The Brazilian cannibals belonged to a sect that preached the purification of the world and the reduction of its population. Inspector Wesley Fernandez said. Wesley is a strange name for a Brazilian, but there you go. Fernandez said the three were arrested last Wednesday and had confessed to the crimes. He added that they planned to kill three women each year. They allegedly already had plans for murdering a woman living in the nearby city of Lagao do Ouro. The cannibals were tracked down after one of the arrested women used a credit card belonging to a victim. Dumbass thing to Duh. do, isn't it? Duh. And neighbours of the trio set fire to the house where the bodies were found. Yeah, surprised he hasn't got a quote from the neighbours saying, Oh, I'd have never expected they them. They such lovely people. <laughs> the food that they used to cook smelled lovely. Mm. I always bought my pies from those. Mm. <laughs> Very nice. Well, I mean, wow. Human pies. Do you mm. think they taste like chicken? I bet they do, really. It depends. Well, those, those people in that... In that plane crash in Uruguay, they oh, ate, they, yeah. ate the, they ate the frozen people's asses, didn't they? So yeah. Probably the buttocks taste quite nice. Buttocks, bit of thigh, hmm, very nice. You wouldn't want. F 
What have I got in my pie? Oh, you got flabby breast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Oh, that looks nice. Have you put a walnut on the top? <laughs> no, that's a shriveled up ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, how much money could you make selling human pies? It is Brazil, so it's a bit of poverty over there, so... Well, yeah, it's overpopulated <coughs> as well. Well, we went to Brazil for a story the other week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, well, crazy they said Brazilians. They, they Thank sold you, Brazil. Them to their neighbours as well. Yeah. Oh, you imagine that you've poured. Oh, love, that was a nice pie we've had off the neighbours. Can't wait for them to cook another batch up, <laughs> and then you find out what's in the pie. I'd love to see if he bought that book off Amazon, and that'd be the <laughs> customer reviews of this book. Hmm. Andy hints, tasty bit of kit this. <laughs> uh, people who bought this book also bought. <laughs> oh yeah. Shallow grave digging for beginners. <laughs> How to shrink heads. <laughs> oh, that's that's got a five star rating. That one. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I guess about that about does it for this week then, listeners. I think so. Well. Once that again, put you off your dinner. <laughs> or got you in the mood for dinner. I want to go and chop up some pork in a minute. Mm. Imagine it's someone's flesh. <laughs> Other than worried that about pig. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said that does it. And thank you once again for for listening. We've had a another good time doing this. And don't do anything stupid. Like eat or, your neighbours. Yeah, don't eat your neighbours. Don't do anything stupid like getting stuck in a flat pack wardrobe or you might end up being talked about in this very podcast. Well, thanks once again and it's... Well, it's a, I'd like to say goodnight to you and it's a good night from me. That's a good night from me. Thank you very Thank much you. for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.